maturing twosome, which includes Wolfman Vince and Hot Piccadilly. What happens? Oh, I have to have a cam in order to have my picture up there, right? Yeah. I know how to do it. It's just you don't have a cam, so. Well, you have a cam. You just don't want to use it. What? Um, isn't that right? Didn't you say that you had a cam? I have a cam built in on my computer. Yeah. Uh, and so I have yeah, other cams that are probably hook up to my computer. <gasps> so sorry for the lack of podcasts last week. Um, I got COVID, and and no, I did not give it to him. <laughs> and you know, it was so weird because like there was like most of the day I felt you know fine. I mean, my you know, of course, like I didn't have a voice or anything because my throat, you know, was sore. But like, and then like a couple hours here and there, I'd feel like complete garbage. It was so weird. Um, so yeah, that's my experience with COVID. Um, I don't want it again. Uh, I don't want anyone else to get it, but. Oh, there he is. I'm sorry, Fonzie. That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, you know? Well, I don't want it. <laughs> I can't have it. So, how are you today, Dilly? Um, I'm okay. How about that? Okay. I, I'm, I am above ground today. Okay. I don't know what that does. All right. So this podcast is going to be all about the Olympics since that's going on. You know, got to stay current in the events, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know much about the Olympics. You know, I don't either. Um, I I so, like to watch watch some of it, but like. I lose interest real fast, I've noticed. Nathan Chen won gold last night. Did he? Yes, he did. If you yeah. didn't get to watch his skate performance last night, you need to go watch it. If you thought the short program was amazing, you should. You really need to look him up and watch last night's performance. It was all He's done to Elton John music, and by God, it was one of the best. He's a really good skater. The thing about figure skating for me, though, is like, I don't know anything about it. So like, I see these people like, you know, like jump and do like their twists or whatever. And, and the <laughs> commenters are like, Oh, that's a really difficult move. I'm like, mm -hmm. it doesn't look difficult if you're a figure skater, you know, <laughs> like, well, he I had, he had one little it, but... bobble. Um, he had one little bobble, like, and, I think to the average person that doesn't keep up with figure skating, they probably wouldn't even have noticed it. Yeah. And I mean, it just wasn't something that even the commentators yeah. who are um, Olympic champions even really focused on. But let me tell you, he kicked massive ass last night. And that performance was so much fun to watch him just be in his zone. And at the end, when he finishes it off, he points directly at the judges. He's like, 
bam, <laughs> points right <laughs> at him. It was so cool. The commentators kind of laughed about it, but yeah, it was, it was uh, an awesome performance. And I was worried when he went into it because, um, you know, my situation last night, I was trying to calm down and sleep yeah. and I was struggling and, um, Dan had said, why don't you turn the Olympics on? Nathan Chen's going to be up. And I said, okay. So I sat up in bed and I turned it on and got to watch him. And man. So we are currently that, fourth in the medal count. We're what? Fourth. Yeah. I th we're not doing so hot. No. Um, I believe today. Tonight, I believe we'll see if Sean White made it into medals. We got four gold, five silver, one uh, one bronze, and ten total. We have our first ever. Uh, now I I got to make sure I got. We have our first. I believe it's the first ever medal in cross country speed skating. Was it? I think is what they skating? call it. Skiing, skiing, skiing. Yeah, it's our first one ever. And that's that's pretty cool. And one of the guys in slot was it slalom? He got silver. And fifty years ago to that day, his mom brought home gold in that same event. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember them saying something about mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I like watching that like super G where they like go through those gates super fast. Speaking of that, I have to tell you. <clears throat> There's a young female athlete. Mm -hmm. I can't think of her name right now. And you would think I would know it because it's plastered everywhere when you turn on the TV. Um, was her name Missy? Is it the one that completely like. Sat failed? on the fucking sidelines. Yeah. Of the track as other skiers were going down doing their race. Crying her little eyes out. Michaela Schifrin. There you go. Yeah. Oh, poor Michaela. She, poor she Michaela. Was so poor disappointed Michaela. in herself. So then they interviewed her. Oh, look at the gruesome Tom is in. <clears throat> Hello, Tom. Eileen Lou. She's she's actually she's from United States, but she's like representing China or something like that. Mm -hmm. So Michaela, they interview her. She said the entire time she sat there on the fucking slope, crying her eyes out, all she could think about was the last 15 years of her life and her skiing and how bad she must actually really be and how did she get to the Olympics, blah, 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 blah. Now, I'm sorry. Any true athlete would pick up their big girl and big boy panties and put them back on and get right back up and do it all over again and yeah. not sit there and wallow. Yeah, you have your moment in time to sit there and go, God, what just happened? Like, how did that yeah. just happen to me? Yeah, like I could see like taking a few minutes, you know, but like for as long as she sat there, like... I know. She sat there, they said, for like almost a half an hour. Yeah. 
almost as if that she wanted all the cameras on her, you know? Exactly. And that's exactly how I feel. I feel like she was playing this big sob story and still is. Yeah. Just to get the attention on her. And she still has skiing to do. Get off your yeah. ass, little girl, and so, get out there and do your job. Yeah, so the so the two events that she... It was her main events, you know, it's the ones that exactly, she Exactly, really Tom. At. You have to do the work yeah. yourself. Like, like I said, I can see taking a few minutes being disappointed, but, like, after that, you know, <clears throat> just get up and so do what prime, you need to do. Prime example of this. Chloe Kim... Out of Torrance, California. Supposed to be the biggest snowboarding female for the United States, right? Half pipe last night. She comes out her first run and just blows it out of the water. She has two more runs. She falls on the second run. Yeah. And then she fell on the third run and she still won gold. And she, when she fell on the second one, she just put her head down, regrouped, and got right back up and went at it again. And I was like, dude, Michaela could take some lessons from you, Chloe. <laughs> like, I, I yeah. could not believe it. Those, like, I don't know how these, how these athletes do it. Like, I would, I would have, like, fallen, like, as soon as I got on that snowboard, you know? <laughs> like Yeah. Like the skiing and yeah. the skating and the snowboarding, I'd I'd kill myself. Well, they were saying yeah, winter is not in her DNA. That that is for sure. They were saying I, something. I find Michaela a disgrace. You know the big air ski jump or whatever. Oh it's yeah, when is that? Than, it's taller than the Statue of Liberty. Yes, yes. Like what the heck? <laughs> like, who is going? Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump taller than the Statue of Liberty today. Like what, dude? I can remember when, um, oh, what was his name? Eddie. I think his name was Eddie. Did they call him Eddie Eagle or something? No lie, he was from Britain or something. He had never done that ski jump ever before in his life. He made it to the fucking Olympics. And like he, yes, Eddie the Eagle. Tom knows who I'm talking about. I don't know who that is. I was so scared he was going to kill himself. <laughs> look him up. Okay, Wolfman, look, look him, him up. up because you will just love I'll him. I'll Google him right now. I thought he was going to kill himself. Eddie oh, my. Eagle ski jumper. Yeah. <laughs> he goes the ski jumper. Oh my god. He he was the only British ski jumper. It was so bad. Oh, that's how he got to the Olympics. He's an English ski jumper and Olympian who in 1988 became the first competitor since 1928 to represent Great Britain in <laughs> Olympic ski jumping, finishing last in the normal hill and large hill events. He held the British ski jumping record from 1988 to 2001. <laughs> okay, so he he finished last, but he held the record in British. Yes, yes, he was the he was like the funniest guy ever, and like he had never done it before. He just put the skis on and went down the damn hill and flew off of it. I was like, he's gonna die. <laughs> did he land or did he like? <laughs> there has to be video of him his ski jumps. Oh my god, it was so funny. 
It was so funny. I feared for that man's life. I really did because I, the whole time I'm like, there is no way in hell you could put two little thin boards on my feet and shove me down this ramp and expect me to go up in the air, flip over and land. Nope, not happening. I'm assuming that they don't do a lot of ski jumping in Britain. No, they don't. <laughs> Lithuania didn't have a curling team either, so some guys just started and went to the Olympics as well. Dude, it's just like the like Jamaican bobsled team. It's just yeah. like the Jamaicans with bobsled. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's so awesome. Those people are just like, oh, they're crazy. They're crazy, and the the Jamaicans are supposed to be back in bobsledding this year, I believe. Yep, they are. Will you kiss me, egg? <laughs> oh man, uh, that's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting. So here's my thing: speed skating. I believe they've had short track. I love the speed skating. That's a lot yeah. of fun. There's big time controversy in that right now, um, and the luge. And the bobsled, those are the next ones I, I can't wait to watch. I, there's something about the bobsled and the luge that just scares the hell out what? of me. The luge is that the one that's <laughs> the one person sled? Yeah, and sometimes I think they have two as oh. well. You have single and duo, I think. But it's the one where you lay flat on your back on that little board and your feet dangle out, yeah. and you <laughs> yeah. and you you steer with your thighs. Yes. <laughs> I'm always like, they're going to break an ankle. <laughs> One time I tried sledding. and That movie is hilarious. And you fell off the sled? Yeah. And I had snow up in my pants and shirt. It was not. Dude. It was not fun. I used to go sledding at the school hill. And wow. When the boys would make a fort at the end of the hill and then you'd hit it. They always said it was like the ski jump. At the Olympics, you were supposed to ramp it with your sled. Yeah, going face first into it is not cool. Is not cool. You should see the bobsleigh fails when they crash. Yeah, that's oh. crazy. Didn't it wasn't it was like a couple of Olympics back. Um, didn't like someone die because they flew off the course? I don't remember that. It was like they were like from Georgia, you know, the country Georgia. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't remember. I don't remember, but it's dangerous. Like I, I'm just like, what? What makes you wake up one morning and say, "Hey, let's get, <laughs> let's get into this little wooden sled thing, tuck our head down, <laughs> and go as fast as we can." Or or like the first person that's in the bobsled, like they can't even see anything. No, like they're been, <laughs> like wow. I yeah, I'm just like yeah. One do they have microphones? Over. Do they have microphones in their helmets so they're talking back and forth? Because one of so. them has to steer and one of them has to run brakes. So yeah. how would you know if you're the first person? You can't see shit. Yeah, I I don't know. That's don't, what you, you I would, wonder. You would think there would be radio communication. I would hope so. I would definitely hope so. Hey, you <laughs> don't fart. It's so 
Do not eat Taco Bell the day before that you have your competition. That's too good. Uh, could you imagine the luge if you had a duo luge and your head is back right in their crotch? And you're looking up, and then all of a sudden they fart, and you can smell, oh, God, that would do me in. I'd be like, fuck this run, I'm out. <laughs> no tacos, think, no burritos. <laughs> do you think, like, a figure skater, someone ever let one out when they do the jump little twirly thing? Oh, I, they have to. I, I would think they'd have to. And, like, that would be the worst, I think. But, Ooh. you know, you would never know, though. No, you, unless they have, like, very good microphones. Exactly. That's so funny. Oh my god. I can't <laughs> like I can't even ugh. the cross country like okay, so they've done I don't think they've done the cross country um uh, what is it called? Where they have to shoot. No, they did that. Oh, they, they that have done beginning. it? Yeah, shoot, the biathlon I, or whatever. I missed it. I yeah. love watching them get down on their tummy and shoot and then have to get yeah. back up and take off. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is like, you think like us in America would be good at that because it's shooting, we suck. but we suck at it. Like <laughs> we totally suck at that. Like there was a time that we were in third place for a little bit, but like the next range, we completely messed up. Yeah. I, I always loved watching that one. I, and I don't know why. Yeah, that was that was during the beginning. I think that was before even the opening ceremony. <sighs> uh, when I woke up in the hospital, I watched Paralympics. It was most offending that blind people on skis was better marksman than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's another thing. Like those those ones that are in the Paralympics, like the hockey, like. Dude, uh, have you seen know. some of those commercials for the Paralympics? Yeah. Like they they're on that sled and they're super agile, agile and fast and I don't know how they do it. I don't know. Dude, not Olympic related, but like very close to home. Did you see the news about Bishop Helen? Uh-uh. They went into lockdown. Why? Gunman. Really? Apparently a standoff right outside the high school. Today? Yes. I just, I just seen that they posted that they, the person apparently has been taken into, into custody after mm. a, a standoff at the school. Did anybody get hurt? I don't know. They have a video on right now with the cop talking. Um, but I didn't want to turn it on while we were doing the podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> I was like, oh, that's getting a little too close to home. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. What is your favorite Olympic sport? Winter, winter Olympic or sport. summer? We have to do winter because okay. that's what we're in. So winter would probably be snowboarding half pipe. Probably. Um, I do like I do like the big air ski, you know, where they do the tricks and stuff. Yeah, I do, too. Um, 
Oh, I didn't know that we that they did that. Um, oh, what was that one? They were going down on skis with their um, what are the handle things they use? What do you mean? They were doing big air like so. This this freaked me out the other night. So they were doing big air jumps on the skis, yeah. not the snowboards, right? Yeah. In okay. front of that, like old steel plant or whatever yeah but they didn't yeah. have their um their ski poles yeah some people don't use them they were going down without them yep and then all of a sudden they had them yeah some people don't use them oh i think it depends on the trick that you want to do i, I was know. so confused i was like why aren't those people why like why is this person special and they get their pole <laughs> And then that's another thing. I've noticed these ski poles look like pieces of ramen noodles. Ramen They're noodle? all like bent and flimsy and shit. How did they help you out? <laughs> I think they're Get just their better equipment, folks. I think, I think they're just supposed to be for like gain speed and stabilization. I don't know. Well, they use them in cross country so they can, you know. Yeah, for cross country, they they do it so they, you know, to give them, to give them, you know, oomph or whatever. But I'm just like, but, a bent ramen noodle is not going to help you. I also like to watch the super G, you know, when they ski down going through those gates. Dude, I love watching that. They're going that like seventy speed. miles an hour. That scares that oh man, I have seen some people wipe out and get seriously hurt and airlifted off of the mountain. Yeah. <sighs> Peekaboo Street. Do you remember her? I recognize the name. <clears throat> she was a big time US Olympic um skier. She got massively hurt and was life flighted off of the mountain. Mm-hmm. She tore up her freaking knee like no other. She was out for years and years and years. And she came back and skied and ended up winning a medal, I believe, like years later. That's another thing. People are like, they're like, oh, we're going to be done. We're not, we're not coming back. Um, this is it. Like, um, Sean White. Yeah. He's he got the, hurt pretty bad. Um, he's the oldest yeah. snowboarder this season. Do you remember the guy who fell and got the stave point in his femur artery and bled out on live TV? Oh, my God. Yes. That was before my time. Oh, my Lord. Yes. That was. Oh, that was horrific. I, I, in fact, I believe I cried. Like, when these people get hurt, <laughs> you see, they're in pain. Dude, I cried. Well, hello, Fonzie. You're so cute. You're just looking at me like, Mama, can you hold me? And Mommy can't. Hi, buddy. So, what's your favorite? Honestly, my favorite is in Winter Olympics. I am partial to... The figure skating. I love watching figure skating. But I think my favorite is the bobsled. 
and oh, luge. Yeah. I love yeah. those. But in the last few Olympics, I've really gotten into the damn curling game. <laughs> so I'm looking like forward curling, to that. Curling is like one of those things where it was like Tanya Harding. No, no, no. Tanya Harding was guilty as all guilty get out. <laughs> she she needed to do massive. When, when, time did, for when that. did that whole controversy happen? Dude. Um God, that was so long ago. Yeah, like I think that was be- late nineties. Yeah, I was born yeah, in the nineties. So. She I was born nineteen ninety. And that was true jealousy, yeah, enraged anger. Yeah, like she I was a kid was and I knew pissed. she was guilty as hell. <laughs> she was pissed. Who what was the name of that chick that she Nancy Kerrigan? Yeah. Yeah, she totally Nancy Kerrigan was supposed to be the Olympic gold medalist that yep. year. Yeah. Literally. Was the favorite. Tanya Harding took her out. And I'm Again, just like, seriously, you know, it proved that, that Tanya Harding couldn't do it, do her job on the ice to beat her. It's that figure skating scene, you know, <laughs> like you never <laughs> think that something would happen in like figure skating. But like so this was when this went down, I was so enraged. And I, I said, I said to Dan, I said, now, listen, you're wearing a fucking ice blade on your foot. Like, don't you think you just take that and whack somebody with it? No, she got a baseball bat, dude. Yeah. Like, like who walks into the Olympic skating rink carrying a baseball bat? Like, you're not going to hit a round or two. Like, God. But yeah, I was just like, and then Tanya Harding tried to say she didn't do it. I was just like. Didn't she hire guys. someone to do it? Oh, it was so. Safety. <laughs> Tom says she carried it in for safety. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong Olympics. (laughs) Oh, man. And, you know, it was what was really bad about that whole situation, other than the fact that Nancy Kerrigan literally was taken out. But then people were, like, making fun of Nancy Kerrigan because of the way she was crying and sobbing. The poor girl's knee just got shattered. Yeah, freaking broke and her leg. They were making fun of her. Yeah. So that's like been a big thing about <clears throat> I guess some Olympian already has bitched about NBC um one of the NBC interviewers apparently has been kind of abusive in their comments and questions. And so some of them are like, we're not going to speak with that person. And I don't remember who it is. Mm. And the one, um, the black commentator, what is his name? He's got the glasses. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, He's leaving. He's coming. Yeah. In fact, he should be, he should be back to the States tomorrow or Saturday because he's coming back for the Super Bowl. Because he has to be uh, broadcasting for the Super Bowl. And they don't believe he's going back over. So I'm wondering if he's the one that people are complaining about. 
because they said something, I seen something about that he will not be returning to the Olympics after the Super Bowl. Makes sense. Reporters and journalists in general are scum, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Tom. They are. Yep. Mostly. Uh, so what's your favorite summer Olympic sport? Oh, God. I like the swimming and the diving. Yep. I watched Greg Luganis dive and hit his head on the fucking board. Yeah. And I freaked out. And now every time I watch diving in the Summer Olympics, I worry about the, everybody hitting their heads. Yeah, um, swimming by far is my favorite. Like, I watch that like crazy. Oh, you know another one I get into a lot? The bicycle race. The oh, speed like, biking, yeah. where they go really fast in that yeah. hole. Yeah, I like that one too. And the tires are super thin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, beach volleyball. Oh, Who yep. doesn't love yep. beach volleyball? Beach volleyball. Yeah, Although I, lo our, I love the volleyball. Our team, um, our good team anyway, is no longer yeah, competing. Yeah, they're, they're done so. for. I mean, and they were like, weren't they like like forty? So like, yeah, they were. It, it was due time for them but. to retire. Wolf Servant says softball. Yeah, softball. I wish they showed more of that during the Summer Olympics. You Speaking of the it. Summer Olympics, where is the Summer Olympics this next time? Uh, Most important question regarding beach volleyball. You watch the ball or a something else. <laughs> it depends it on if it's man or woman. <laughs> what uh, is it? I'm looking. In LA? No, that's 2028. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not it's not in Los Angeles till 2028. Uh, we got a ways to go before it's back here in the states let's see going to wikipedia okay so next one would be 2024 it's going to be in paris paris ooh, france and the next one is going next that's winter. where people don't shave their armpits <laughs> next winter is going to be in milano cortina where milano cortina hmm did you in know the Thai volleyball team was disqualified Italy. from the Olympics a few years back? Not because many or all were actually lady boys, but because their outfits were too skimpy. What? Mm. <laughs> um, I have a question. How many times has the Olympics been in Greece? Because that's where it all originated. Yeah. Uh, that's a couple some, of times, I think. That's something I was interested in the other night at opening ceremonies. I was like, I wonder how many times it's actually been in Greece. Let me look it up. Because I would think they should have it in Greece. Um, a lot. <laughs> well, like every okay. so many years, like 10, 20, 25, you know, like. The big milestone years, I think they should have it there. So this is summer what Olympics this is what Google says. Greece has Fonzie, hosted look. the Summer Olympic Games on two occasions. The inaugural modern Olympics in nineteen ninety six. I'm I'm sorry, eighteen ninety six, 
and again in 2004. Both were held in Athens, which along with Paris, LA, and Tokyo are the cities that have hosted the Olympic Games twice, with London being the only city to have hosted them three times. You're kidding me. They've only had it twice? Yep. It's the original home of the Olympics. I think it should be there more. 1896 and 2004. Damn. I think Greece should have it more often. I really do. So what do you think about um, the opening ceremonies this time? Um, I really wasn't too impressed with it, to be honest. Okay. I wondered if um, how you felt. because. I I also was not very impressed with it. Now the the floor lighting, that LED lighting in the floor, that I kind of liked. Yeah. But I think media um misled everybody because the way I understood it, there was not going to be people out on the floor. It was all going to be done through lighting on the floor because of the pandemic. And then all of a sudden here they have, well, hell, there towards the end, they had what? A hundred kids out there? No masks whatsoever? Mm-hmm. And they're all t- chaining each other? And I was like, <clears throat> okay, I thought you were saying that nobody could come to Beijing with the athletes. Their families couldn't come. But yet, it's okay for you to put these little children out there unprotected with all these other people in the building that are masked up, but yet you have the masks off of these kids. Like, that really... So there's controversy, and the U.S. is boycotting, the government is boycotting the Olympics because of... Um, Something to do with human rights. Yeah. I really don't know like the whole <coughs> situation, but um, um but from what I understand, apparently there are certain areas in China that human rights have been uh, um basically taken away or something. Yeah. There's treatment. Yes. Yes, there you go. The persecution. Um, of the something Muslims. about like re-education camps or something. Yes. Yeah. And apparently, it is really bad situation. Like from what it kind of reminds me of Holocaust type days. Yeah. And that's what the U.S. government is boycotting. That's why we're boycotting because we don't agree with what they're doing. Well, yeah. you know, there you go. So then what's China do? They turned the Olympics into a big political. Um, well, of course, thing. like it's, it's the Olympics <clears throat> is always going to be a political movement. And it's just know? like, so my housemate, I told you the other night, every single day he comes home from his job and he is bitching to high heaven about controversy in the Olympics. Now, he does not sit and watch the Olympics. Um, he, I, I finally, last night, I said, where are you getting your information from? And he goes, I read it on my phone. So he's getting it off of whatever news he's 
getting mm-hmm. on his phone. And he goes, apparently, um, there's ski jumpers that have been disqualified for wearing baggy clothes. Really? And I was like, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, he goes, China disqualified them because they wore uh, baggy outfits. And that automatically put, I guess, a Chinese skier into gold medal. And so that's why he's irate. He's like, how can you even like stand to watch this knowing that China's pulling all the strings? So they're, they're getting all the medals. But they're not. <laughs> right. Um, let me um, look up. They have seen to Europe and they don't want to walk in into the same mistakes that this is that oh I'm sucking on a piece of candy and it made me uh pucker up that's being done here the i don't even know if i'll pronounce it right the yugiers have been bad to other people in the region so we in the west only get part of that story oh again media is not telling the whole stories Exactly. Exactly. The and media is only going to tell you what they what e- they want you to hear. And what you're saying, China getting all the medals. They're seventh place. They only have six total medals. Right. So yeah, no. I don't know what it is. It's something about baggy clothes that I mm-hmm. guess is a big controversy. Russia's um, ice skating team is in a big controversy for doping. Yeah, uh, doping again. Yep. Doping. Where is Norway and their, on the list? Their female skater apparently placed gold, and now they're trying to figure out what they're going to do about the situation. Um, let's see. <clears throat> I don't see him. Netherlands, Sweden. Okay, goes Germany. No, oh, no, no, the Norway's number two. Norway's second with 12 total medals. They have five gold, three uh, silver, and four bronze. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Russia is ever going to be able to be allowed in the Olympics as their own country again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. There's, they're going to be the Russian Olympic Committee for years now Mm -hmm. okay so this is what i'm this is what i'm if i can get it to pull up five five women were disqualified from mixed team ski jumping event over their baggy outfits Uh, the women already had their outfits cleared in earlier jumps so the disqualification later in the event was somewhat shocking um let's see they were disqualified for wearing clothes that were too baggy the women who were collectively skiing for austria japan norway and germany were disqualified because judges ruled that their clothing was too loose and could have given them an advantage while in the air how would it give them an advantage? You think it would give them because a it would. They're saying what they're saying is that it would have acted like um, a glider or an umbrella and hold really? them up. Yep, yep, 
Yep, extra updraft. That's exactly why they got disqualified. That's why they always wear that those skin tight outfits. I mean, it makes sense, you know, because you know, like <clears throat> flying squirrels or whatever. But like, it it sounds like something that isn't real, you know. Like, oh, you can't wear baggy clothing because it'll make you fly more, you know. Right. But here's my thing: Why the hell did you clear it and let him go, and then disqualify him anyway? Yeah. Like, why didn't you freaking just disqualify him to begin with? Exactly. I know. He said flying squirrels. <laughs> well, that's the same. That's the same logic with flying squirrels. That's how they, um, that's how they do it. But like, it, it doesn't sound like it'd be realistic. I you. wish I would have been able to see that, you know, their jump because the image in my head is something out of this world. And I bet you can't even tell when they're jumping. Yeah. They now, are. Now I can just imagine, like, like a ski jumper, like once they get into the air, they like deploy like a umbrella, like freaking Mary Poppins, and <laughs> <laughs> see. <laughs> but that's like a huge. Oh God. My housemate bitches about that. He goes, they had fucking baggy pants on. Who fucking cares? He was so mad about that. Every single night he complains about that ruling. That's funny. I don't even want to tell him that the Russian uh, figure skating team <laughs> is up in controversy because of doping. So, yeah, uh, I it was just 13 hours ago. Uh, Camilla Veliva. 15 years old. Yeah, failed a drug test for trimetazidine. It's a You want to know what medication. that's for? It's yeah. Heart. Can you believe this shit? They're giving a 15-year-old girl heart medication, and what that heart medication does, it increases your heart rate so yep. she can skate longer. Endurance and increased blood flow. Yeah, it can be very deadly to somebody. That does not have a heart condition to be taking that kind of medication and ramping up your freaking heart rate like that. The Russian Olympic Committee is waging a heated battle to either clear its star or mitigate any punishment. Because Valiva is under the age of 16, she is considered a protected person by the WADA, who considers whether children of that age are aware or sophisticated enough to know what they are taking. Mm-hmm. That's why this is a big, big controversy. It's because of her. But not only that, apparently some of their other athletes tested positive for doping before. Yeah. And yeah, back in 2014. I believe there's a team, and I'm not sure if it's the U.S. that's following close behind, but one of the other figure skating teams is just like they are a fraction away from taking that goal from them and yeah. if they get if the it comes down that russia doesn't have it like it moves everybody up yep you know you don't want to win it that way but hello it was one on the the ice anyway to begin with but yeah i heard that this morning that she was 15 years old it's Russia. Most of the 80s and 90s female athletes are more manly than me. Could you imagine government 
because it's probably government sponsored, right? Them giving mm-hmm. the the drugs, giving a fifteen so. year old child drugs so you can have a gold medal in the Olympics. You would be surprised I, how many freaking countries do that shit. No lie. And she probably didn't want to take it. Like, I could be <clears throat> wrong, but she probably didn't want to take it. Like, think about it. Those government officials that do that crap, they are brainwashing those athletes like no other. Yeah. And I can only imagine, I would, I would venture to guess that some of them out there are being told, if you don't do this and you don't bring home a medal, a gold medal, you will not be allowed to come home or we'll yeah. kill your family. Like, yeah, I know like, that there's countries that do that yeah, shit. Yeah, kind of like when I asked you, do you think a country has ever, like, assassinated someone because they didn't win a medal or something bad in the Olympics? I can imagine them threatening it for sure. Yeah. I, I can. Yeah, I can see I it. wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past some of the countries. Which sucks, but you know, I mean that's you know that's the way. It because seems to how go. many how many years did um how many years did it take before uh, it came out about the U.S. Olympic team um, gymnast team oh, and the way they yeah. were treated? Yeah, mm. yeah. You know that that uh, that back to summer olympics that would be another of my favorite is the gymnasts yeah but i mean when that all broke out holy crap you know like we can't have that here in the united states that's a no-no it was so bad that uh what's her name she's really good like quit mid-olympics yeah she just stopped because she couldn't take the pressure from it anymore. Yeah. And, you know, like, these people put enough pressure on themselves. And then to have all of these adults and uh, government officials and higher-ups, like, pushing even more pressure on you. Like, I don't know how some of these kids do it. I don't. And the I funny mean, thing is, is, like, the Olympics is supposed to be, like, a place, you know, a time where there's peace and there's and there's camaraderie and you know yeah everyone we're supposed to all come together and yeah they're supposed to be able to show off their talents and you know let us enjoy what they do and then all this other crap comes pouring out and you you know like myself i'm just like i don't think i could ever if i had children put my kids through that shit yeah in the late 90s and early 2000s, Norwegian skiers sat in atmospheric tanks simulating higher altitudes to increase the density of red blood platelets. Are you kidding? Non-medical blood doping. Now it's abandoned practice, hence why they exercise in the high mountains these days. We dominated Albertville. Really? Are you serious? So... I mean- Oh my God, that just made me flash back. I don't know what I was reading or watching, but they were talking. um, It was somebody in the military talking about how they were forced to be like when you, when you enter in 
to a certain portion of our military, and I can't remember which one it was, unfortunately, that part of their training was they were forced to sit in the gas chamber. Yeah, yeah. And um, they're trying to get that outlawed now. Yeah, when when mom went to basic, they believe that, that um, some of the soldiers or people believe that it has caused some damage because they're forced to sit in there for a, a long period of time without masks. Yep. Yep. And I'm like. Oh, hell no. Yep. Mom had to do that when she was in the army. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'd probably tell my sergeant to fuck off and walk off the base. You guys have that, too. Tom says they do that, too. Like, I just, I don't yeah, pretty see. Nuts. I don't see, like. I mean, I see the point of of trying to get them used to the to the gas. But think about this. Really think about this logically. How many times in a soldier's life will they encounter gas warfare? Um, I don't know. Probably not very often now. I know, I know for a fact my cousins went through it in the Middle East for Desert Storm. Um, they did encounter gas warfare over there. They did. And yes. And my cousins are pissed because um, the United States government has covered it up and they won't talk about it, but they did. I have two cousins that served over there, one in the Marines and one in the army. They both came home telling us the exact same damn stories that they did Ooh. encounter gas warfare in Iraq. And that's why both of them decided not to reenlist. Because they went through that. Tony, in fact, is pretty messed up from being over there. He was um, the Humvee drivers. And he was the one that had to go over the landmines and try and keep yeah. the crew safe. And he it's, hit a mine one day. It's crazy what they go through, you know? Yeah, it, it's nasty. It's a standard procedure to train to not panic if you experience the fire or fumes during their service. Keep the cool until you find a mask or other protection. OFC, they did. And they did in Afghanistan as well. Yeah, I, I'm sure of it. Sure yeah. of it. Now, now it's kind of off subject, but now this whole thing that's going on with Ukraine. Okay, so yeah, that's another thing. Should we get concerned about this I here in the U.S.? Like, I don't know. Tom, how do you guys feel over there? Because you're a lot closer to the, all of that situation than we are. I just know. We're deploying troops there, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the POS up there on the freaking hill. He needs his damn head examined. I'll tell you what. I, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't think that's a good situation. I think that's one of those situations. And let me tell you, I am going to go back. I'm going to go back in time. But I think that's going to turn into a Vietnam type of situation where the U.S. needed to keep their damn nose out of the business. Yeah. 
we have got here in the U.S., we have got to start taking care of ourselves and not worrying so damn much about everybody else. Because our country's gone to hell. Ukrainian president went out and said Western media has blown this up to crazy proportions. See, and that's what I'm wondering because, like, it, like, over here, over that's here, like it's all like you a, hear. It's like a Cold War, you know? Yeah. Like, like it makes it seem like, te- like, it, it's very tense over there and, like, the smallest little thing is going to set it gonna, off. Yeah. Yeah. And they have, like, Russia bombing the crap out of everybody. And I'm just like, you guys, are you serious right now? <clears throat> Ukraine must start pay their uh, gas bill to Gazprom. Oh, they owe loads of money to Russia. Well, I'm sure they do. Hell, if you want to get technical... There's a ton of countries in this world that owe the U.S. a ton of money, And there's a ton of countries that we owe a lot of money to. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I don't understand the whole ledger system. I would hate, I would hate to be an accountant and have to look at the fucking ledgers. (laughs) I'll guarantee you there's some entries missing out of a ledger. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah. Oh my lord, I would die of a heart entries attack. And, and fake entries probably. Yeah, fake entries. <coughs> we spent 1 billion dollars on shoes for the homeless. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Wasn't here in the US. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. That's scary. That oh. is scary. Oh, man. problem is the world economy is based on numbers and credits, not gold and real valuables anymore. That is true, Tom. Exactly. That is true. I often wonder what what um, uh, our world would be like if it was based off of the gold and the, the real valuables like it was back in the old days. Um, you know, I really wonder what that would be like. Could you imagine like, oh, it's payday. I get a bar of gold today. I get one bar of gold today. That would be so cool. I don't think I'm trying to think if I've ever had gold in my hands before. I have. I don't think I have. Up in Alaska. Did you go mining for it? We didn't mine it itself because for whatever it's reasons, called reasons, but we were able to. Uh, <coughs> an iPhone would cost six pieces of gold, or in dollars, five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> well, hell, the big bitch here in the states right now is uh, gas prices. You know, I seen that today. Um, You're not going to be able to afford to go anywhere. And, you know, that all stems back to us being involved with the other countries overseas. And where our oil's coming from. Hell, we can have the pipeline going right here by us in western Iowa. And 
Um, the guy on the hill said no. Stopped it. That pipeline wasn't even meant for us anyway. No. And I'm just like, biggest mistake of their life was to put a halt to that. I mean, I don't know. I was going to have to accept the fact that vehicles will be electric in the next 20 years. Dude, I can barely run any electrical thing now. <laughs> how many times do I get a hold of you and say, how do you do this with this electronic? How the fuck would I ever drive an electric car? And I was thinking about this, you know, like, you know how like cars now, it takes a while to warm up, you know, for your heater. Oh, Tom, we're, some of us are paying $50 for gas now. No lie. You know, for your heater, it takes a while to warm up. In uh -huh. an electric car, do you have to wait for it to warm up? Ooh, good question. And if you do, what's that do to your fucking um, bill? Like, I mean, your charge. Yeah, like, I don't know. Can't you on an electric car only drive it so far and then you got to charge it again and then you can go again? Yeah, so the, <laughs> one, the one I was uh, looking at um, just out of, you know, just out of curiosity, it was the new ford f-150 lightning yeah on a full charge it can go like 250 some miles really yeah hmm so all the barren states like the dakota states and some more would be populated with farms and kettle and dairy um cities would be less populated as well it would it would be nice he says the electric cars over there don't work very well. Yeah, and then that's the thing. Like, okay, in Iowa, like, we have some pretty bad winters, you know? Yeah. Elec batteries don't last very long in the cold. Exactly. So, so what's that mean? That gonna... Everybody's forced to have a heated garage? Like, how, how, are, they gonna, how are they going to solve that problem? They have like, it. It'll be great in the South, you know, where you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But like the more North you go, the more cold it's going to get, especially in the winter. They don't think about that. They don't, they don't think about us up here. Um, batteries for the cars pollute more than a diesel or gas car in the summertime. I would think that would have to be true. Yeah. I really do. I really do. Well, think about it. You got this huge battery and you're not even like, even like double A's you're not supposed to put in the trash, in the trash. Exactly. Can. So like you would have to spend the money to recycle the battery when it eventually comes time to replace a battery because all batteries depreciate over time. Yep. And then by then, is it going to be one of those things where the battery is more expensive than the actual product? Uh -huh. So you might as well just get a new vehicle. Exactly. Exactly. That, and that all the kickbacks are going to go to our government. You know, they're yeah. the government's going to get a kickback out of all of that. We have um, a guy here. In fact, in fact, um, you heard me speak with him uh, during the tornado here in my town um, when he called me on the phone. 
he is running for office. And um, I totally what am office? going to... Huh? What office? Um, I'd have to look it up on Facebook and show you. Um, I'm totally going to back him. I'm totally, I'm totally going to support him. He's a local guy here. Whoa, what is, what? What is the problem, little man? Are you barking at the garbage can? What's going on? Come here. Oh, he's mad at the garbage can. Um, but yeah, I'm going to back him. He's, he's really pounding the pavement right now. He's really pounding the pavement. Um, yesterday, heck, he was at four or five different functions. Wow. Throughout the day in different towns. And I'm talking, now I am talking, he has to drive quite a ways to get to where so he was all at. In different towns. So it's going to be a, a county or a state thing. Um, I'm looking right now. I'm trying to look it up to see. Uh, metal to the batteries are mined by children with extreme local pollution as well, like Congo. The Great Congo River is heavy polluted from spill and from mining, and it's running out into the Atlantic as well. It's dreadful. Diesel forever. <laughs> okay, he is running for Iowa House. He's a Republican okay. candidate, and he wants to put the conservative values first. And he's running for, um, he's the representative house district three. He wants to run for Iowa house. I don't know if that's my district or not. Um, it doesn't. State. I think I'm in the same district as Woodbury. He said he will always be consistent in his principles, strong pro-life pro second amendment, fiscally conservative leader. Um, hmm. He grew up right here in my town. I know his family very well. Um, he's married, got a couple of kids. And when our town was hit by that tornado back in December, no lie, him and his little brother are the first two guys that came to a bunch of our aides. Yeah. They, like, they gave out stuff to tons of people. Uh, Walmart gift cards and nobody got less than a hundred dollars from them. I found out. So you can imagine how much money they gave out in gift cards. And um, they even came to town and helped repair some houses. Like he was all up in everybody's business here because this is where he grew up and he's trying to get into the Iowa house. And he, like, yesterday, he was all the way up in Sanborn. And then he came all the way down here to town for a big event to help for the baseball team. Uh, we're trying to raise a bunch of money to redo the baseball fields, the softball fields, new uniforms, everything like that. He came down here and he was down here serving food and chatting with everybody and trying to fundraise. And then he had like three other events um, in the area he had to get to. And I'm just like, dude, when, when do you go home? When does your <laughs> wife and kids see you? <laughs> He's like, that's the life of somebody running for government. He goes, I need to get in and 
He goes, we need some changes. He goes, we need changes here in Iowa and in the U.S. And I think he would like to go federal. You know, he wants to yeah. go big national, I think is what he is. He would love to do. <clears throat> Definitely. But yeah, he's he was talking about the Olympics with the baseball boys, I guess, yesterday. <laughs> Telling them to keep keep hitting home runs so they can make it to the Summer Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, Lynn, what the heck? <laughs> that would be something. I don't think I've ever known anybody. Um, Let's see. No, I have never known anybody personally that's been in the Olympics. The closest person to my town that's ever been in the Olympics was um, a gymnast, Shauna. What was her name? Shauna Johnson, right? I she's have a relative. I don't know if he's in the this year's, but uh, he's on the curling team. Yeah, he was on the last curling team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shauna Johnson's from Iowa. From south, southern, southwestern Iowa. She doesn't live like just a few hours from us, straight south. There is that one um, track runner that's from Sioux City. Huh? Yeah. Um... Oh. What's her um, name? I know who you're talking about. She didn't actually Lahan. get a go, though. Did she? Lahan. No, she was there. She didn't do very good, but she was there. Oh, I thought that she wasn't allowed to go for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I remember her. So, yeah, she would be the closest. So, I have a joke for you. I just, I was Googling ones that kind of deal with the Olympics, and I mm -hmm. found this one, and I thought it'd be good. Okay. So, former Olympic skier Peekaboo Street donated money to a local hospital. In gratitude, the hospital named their emergency ward after her. It's now the Peekaboo ICU. Oh my God. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Are you kidding right now? <clears throat> oh, ma'am. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh my God. This one's bad. I'm not going to say it. Come on, say it. No, it's. It's. It's a bit um, racially bad. Oh, then no, we better not. Yeah. My dog sleeps in the weirdest positions. It looks so uncomfortable. I'm going to send it to you, though, because it's really, it's kind of funny. Fonzie looks like he has no back legs when he sleeps. He looks like he was born without legs. <clears throat> All right. So, Dilly, is there anything you can... <laughs> You, you you get what I meant when I said it's bad. <laughs> That's <is> so wrong. <laughs> oh, so wrong, but so true. Oh my lord! 
<laughs> so, wow. Dilly, is there anything you want to rant about today for this <laughs> podcast? I am choosing not to. Okay. You're foregoing that segment today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had a really rough week. Uh-huh. And um, it seems <clears throat> it seems like anything I say or do upsets individuals. So I am choosing to remain silent today. Okay. All right. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, why my dog looks like he has no back legs when he's sleeping. Because <laughs> they're tucked take, in. I'm going to take a picture of it and show you because it looks funky to me. I noticed this a few days ago and I'm like, this doesn't look comfortable. But look, he has no back legs. What? <laughs> I'm going to show this picture on stream. Do he has no back legs? Look, look, look at that, guys. <laughs> he, he, he just. This is how he sleeps. It's like his legs disappeared. <laughs> he has no back legs. He's just. <laughs> he does how does he do like that? He just looks like a big ball. <laughs> How does he do that? I don't know. He tucks them up under his bum. Like, seriously. No, they're not under his bum. Because... Does he have, like, a pouch in his stomach? No! They're up under his bum. He tucks them right up by his wiener. So they're wiener. bent backwards? No, they're bent right up by his wiener. I'm trying to show you. He, so that white part, that beige part on the back, that's his knee. No, that's his hip. His feet are like right up against his wee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> they're tucked up under his pelvic area. And then he outstretches his front legs like that and his head like he's and he's cocked his head is like cocked <laughs> like he doesn't look comfortable but he sleeps like that for hours and last night last night i went to put him to bed right he has this big beautiful bolstered bed right plenty of room to lay in <sighs> and last night he climbed up onto the top of the side of the bolster, uh -huh. wiggled himself back into the corner of the kennel, flipped himself on his back, all his legs stretched out as far as they could get into the air, and then he dropped his head down into the bottom of the bed, and he looks at me through the slats like, hey, Ma, look what I can do. And I'm like, what are you doing? You can't sleep that way, doggy. He did. did. You see the, did you see the picture I posted um, on Facebook the other day? Um, what picture? Uh, about the three dogs on the couch. Yeah, I couldn't see Bella at first. I had to. I had to 
Um, yeah, well, she's now, right against Noel's butt. Yeah, I, I don't was, know if you guys can see it very well on stream, thinking, but I was thinking. I hope Noel doesn't fart. Like I looked over and they're all laying there, and what the fuck? They're not. They're not they fighting. Were, they're not barking they at were each other. Tired. They're tired. And, like, that's very rare for Bella to do. Yeah, I was going to say, Bella's usually not near Misty. No. And she gets jealous of Noelle. Yeah. So, I don't know what the deal was um, the other day. <laughs> All right, guys, that is going to be it for us today. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Whatever the case is. Uh, and until next time. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye.